But everything, know, everything. It's like I've deleted it. Deleted? No, no, no. I've there's, deleted there's, everything. There's a recycle function. I've deleted the internet. Not the internet. No, could you imagine deleting the internet? They did you did you watch the IT crowd? Not really. That was a premise of like one of the episodes that like they convinced like you know how it's the manager who's actually got nothing, no IT knowledge, nothing to do with it, managing the IT department. That actually sounds like most corporations. Yes. Look, yes, well. But anyway, they um she had to get an award and they convinced her that this little box was actually the internet. And so she like brought it up to give a presentation on it and everyone's like, ooh, and ah, and like the idea was, well, everyone's gonna realize it's not the internet, but no, the entire corporate world was like oh my god, it's actually the internet, and then it breaks and just anarchy breaks loose because they all think the internet's been destroyed. Oh my god. <sighs> that actually hurts because I'm sure... There are it... actually people that would believe it? Yeah, it's like those times where you see like really awkward warning signs and you're like, <laughs> someone, somewhere, was the reason that that was done. Just, I, I went just to... today. Yeah. Sorry, go, go, go. Sorry. Well, it was... Um, I went down to Victoria about two months ago and up this mountain to Omeo, I think it was Mount Hotham, basically you go up and what they've done is because it is, it's like, you know, one of the higher points of elevation in all of Australia, um, they mark like key elevation points. Yep. And the thing is that most of the elevation markers are around curves Yeah. and they all have names. Right. They name their elevation points and then... Welcome to Steve's Elevation. I mean... You're not far from it, but like these elevations, like these curves, not all of them have safety rails. Oh. And then you find the ones that do. And what do they say? Don't take the safety rails? No. <laughs> you just think to yourself, someone died there. Because <laughs> there's <laughs> oh an absolute God, reason dark. that someone put that there, I, right? I was going to go somewhere much less dark, but you know, that's that's a start. Yeah, no, that's a start. I mean, and then they have like all these like giant poles sticking out of the ground. They're giant and orange. And it says, please keep right of poles. <laughs> because I'm assuming that, um, you know, once it gets really heavy snow, it just would look like just flat. Oh, yeah, that'd be bad. You could just step on, like, going, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, so I'm I would assume that it's not just for cars. Because, I mean, it's pretty blaringly obvious for cars <laughs> to stay on the right. It's just walk. Phew! Speak well, speaking of walking... Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pop. I'm Cricket. I'm Wombat. And um, I just want to start there with a hypothetical. Ooh, hypotheticals. I'm always down. Question. All right, so, hypothetically. Hypothetically. I give you eight US dollars right here, right now. Again, hypothetically, because I'm not handing you money. Oh, okay. And a burner email address. Which person or corporation are you verifying yourself as on Twitter, and what are you saying as them? Mitch McConnell. Interesting. Yep. And didn't think we were going there. <laughs> we're going there, sunshine. <laughs> and in sheer hilariousness, I would state that abortion is now legal. We're cancelling all student debt. That the GOP is fully behind Joe Biden so and just, partisanly just and bipartisanly supports every single bill that the Democratic Congress is going to provide. I reckon for the next. 12 years. The CIA is going to knock on your door before we've released this episode. <laughs> hey, man, I'm ha look, I'm happy to be an asset. I just don't know 
how much value I'm going to be. Oh, yes, uh, sir. It's like I can definitely have a handler, but I don't know, man. We're just actors. We haven't got anything interesting. Although that being said, I listened to a podcast called I Spied, which uh, is... Which isn't as good as this one, by the way. You should keep listening. No, you should absolutely <laughs> keep listening to this. I would love to actually get David Catlin on because he's actually an actor and a comedian, uh, but he started out as a spy in ASIO. Oh, no, he... I, I am familiar with this. Yes. yes. And his story is just... he's. Absolutely hilarious, but um, yeah, just they were talking quite recently about famous spies, and it's their most recent episode that I think dropped today, of all things, which we are recording on the 14th of November, and yeah, just go listen to it, because there's a whole range of people, reasons, um, obviously people know that Christopher Lee is a spy, or was, was. worked for the SIS, <laughs> but that, you know, his... Um, part in it all was so secretive that even now nobody can talk about it. Well, he certainly can't anymore. <laughs> well, you, you went dark in, in the intro bit. I'm like, well, it's going to be dark for the show now. That's where you brought my humour. Yeah, and to carry it over to what I was just talking about in the pre-roll is that it's like, Peter, do you have any idea what a man sounds like when he's stabbed <laughs> in the back? That is the most frightening thing. A <laughs> little bit. It, it sort of really must have grounded the set, right? Like, I would have loved to have just seen the reaction of when people realised what's just been said. Yeah, like, I heard, like, I remember re seeing the interview and Peter's just like, yep, okay. <laughs> just backs the hell off. For, for those who don't know what we're talking about, in the two towers... Uh, Return of the King, thank you. Return of the King? It's Grima that stabs him in the back. Return of the King. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe you're right. <laughs> what I'm, are you I'm, waiting for? I'm just, my my brain's just on a tangent. Um, oh, as if we don't have enough of that in this I, podcast. I know. I, I I got my meds. Moving on. It's been a day, all right. Um, so uh, they have Christopher Lee's character being stabbed, or rather impaled. Um, and they have a particular sound effect they're using. And Peter Jackson is the director of that film, and Christopher Lee was actually a spy, and um did things during World War Two, And yeah, basically he, he wasn't happy with the sound and not in a like, this isn't right, just in a, well, I happen to know this isn't right. The gasp yeah, that yeah, he gives. Yeah, <gasps> the gasp that he gives. He turns to Peter and he gets literally the, um, do you know what it actually sounds like? And Peter just going, oh. And I love how he gives the example. He's just like, <gasps> and all the air rushes out of them. So if you're looking for a good death sound, go and study that. But yes, you... <laughs> Just go stab someone through I the back. I meant the film. Study the piece in the film. I am not endorsing murder. Mitch <coughs> McConnell. <laughs> no, and you said no, the CIA not, is going to be at I'm my not door. endorsing murder. I am not endorsing murder. Yet. <laughs> Given another election. Given another. Well, though, like, if we could just quickly elapse that the Democrats actually took the Senate. Did they? They did. They took the Senate. They're not getting the House, but hey. They're not getting the House. They lost, they lost the House and the divorce, kids. Yeah. Um, you watched the extended editions, did you not? Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I, I I can only tip my hat to you, good sir, and anyone <laughs> out there who's a Lord of the Rings fan that has sat down and done, like, a full-day extended edition marathon. I, I haven't done a full marathon of all six. I've done five, so Even... the Lord of the Rings and the first two Hobbits extended... 
Then we went to see the third Hobbit in films. So that was theatrical. So I haven't actually done a, a six extended cut single day. I think it literally would be a single day. I think because it comes out it's to like about... 21 hours. So you got to start pretty early. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> that is intense. So mad respect. So if any of the singles out there are looking to kill 22 hours... I'm up for a date. Would you like to Lord of the Rings extended edition and chill? <laughs> there was a TV show years ago called Seven Periods with Mr. Gormsby. Very un-PC. Um, but <laughs> one of the characters, uh, Steve Mudgeway, he was like the oh, he was the student counsellor at uh, Te Papawai. And Oh, this would be good. Oh, it's hilarious because basically what happens is in his office, he has a picture of an, an Urukai. <laughs> and it's signed by Peter Jackson. And like the whole thing, it's like, you know, way to go, Steve, or whatever it is, signed Peter Jackson. And then he's like, oh, yeah. It's like, uh, I was an extra in the extended edition of The Two Towers. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I will pull it up for you later because you'll Please have an absolute do. crack. All right. Now, you, you sent me a message during the week. Which one? Like Okay, we, we do send a few messages. That is something that happens. But you sent me a message saying something along the lines of you didn't think anything in the extended version of the Two Towers was needed. I, I don't think so. There's just certain points. Okay, like Return of the King, for example, the, uh, the Mouth of Sauron sequence shouldn't have been cut. So, so for you, it's just the two towers. There was like it was all extra, but Return of the King, you reckon there's stuff in the extended that is worth there watching. There's stuff in the extended edition. It's hard to really nail down. I'd I'd love to actually have a detailed breakdown of what's included because like it's been a long time since I actively watched Lord of the Rings, like just the normal theatrical cut. Yeah, but... I I haven't watched the theatrical cut. Have I ever watched the theatrical cut of Two Towers? Because, like, if I sit down and watch it, I'm going to watch the extended cut. I don't think I've ever sat down. I know I've watched the theatrical of the first and the third. Yeah. I don't think I've done the theatrical cut of the second. Interesting. Only the extended. How did you not see The Two Towers in cinemas? What you have to understand is at that particular time, I didn't uh, get to watch movies of that rating. I must have been about... 12 or 13 when The Fellowship of the Ring came out. And I am younger than you. Good. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> Either I'm very young or you're very old when it comes to your age. Because there's what? Five, six years between us? Let's just say we're both 20. <laughs> Fair. So you have never seen the theatrical cut of the two towers. I don't think I have, but I stand by that the extended edition is absolutely worth watching. Oh, uh, like, there's probably points in, like, uh, the Battle of Helm's Deep that I agree, just add a bit more to it, but, man, you can tell in some of the extended editions, and watching, we watched the UHD versions of the two towers and Return of the King. Also, you had the 4K ones. We... Port, we bought them on Amazon Prime. Oh, that would not have been cheap. 18 bucks. Really? Oh, rental? Yeah. No. That's all it costs. They were mine now. That's awesome. Yeah, but like downloads and everything like that. But there were points where you could see that... Um, oh, it was shot in HD. It was shot in HD, but there's like the effects on one of the horses. You're like, God, that needed to be cut. 
<laughs> There's just a few points that oh, stand I'm, out, I'm and you're like, now. oh boy. But I will admit, I think the uh, Shelob's lair sequence is a little bit longer. Yeah. And it's great because you get to see Peter Jackson's horror chops coming out in that sequence. Yeah. It's like pure nightmare fuel for anyone who has arachnophobia. Um, well, the interesting thing is, like, the last time I watched them, it was on a projector because for the longest time I had a projector because it's a 135 inch screen. Because why not? But now, like, I, I'm really into, <laughs> you're going to laugh, the, like, the color depth and the contrast and everything. So, like, I, I like a screen more because you get a lot more of that. So I really want to watch because I know he recolor graded oh. the 4K ones, and I really want to look at them side by side. Okay, so that's also a really weird point is that in certain shot choices, the color grading is actually off. The skin tone of, like, Frodo and Sam, there's just a little bit Interesting. Of I, I probably difference. wouldn't be able to detect uh, well, something like that. Duh. But what I remember him saying is that, um, like, in an interview around the 4K cut, yeah. was that the color grade sort of didn't match scene to scene. But part of me, like, wondered, well, did you make a creative decision and that different scenes had those grades for different reason? And have you now gone back on that because you forgot? Like, I, I really want to watch them side by side and see how much of a difference it is and see what my take is on it. Yeah. Well, you've got time. It's really the one thing I don't have at the moment. <laughs> You'll have time. You'll make time. I, That's I do the want to. Point. So, if any singles out there want two 22-hour dates, we'll watch the extended cuts complete in HD and then the 4K remasters. And then, as a third day, we'll compare notes on colour grading, on VFX, on... Cricket! Cricket! Sorry, folks, I uh, had to just go and... Uh... Bang my head against a wall for about two and a half <laughs> seconds. Um, I know we talked about Tinder for like. Oh god, a point are we back last... there? Already? No, 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 no. I just had like a really great idea. I think I've mentioned this to you in the past. Is that like, um, you just do like a certain niche, and then take off like the ending vowel and just make it an R. So like, oh I ha- yes, you have yeah, mentioned I that. I have mentioned that I one. I think it was in a car, not on air. It was in a car, and it was like a lifter, so L-I-F-T-R, <laughs> where it's like you're finding gym buddies or gym romance. Who knows? Um, and the same deal could go for Looking for filmer. a spot with some cardio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then you have one for filmer. So I'm pretty sure filmer is the name of something. Like, probably something that... No, I won't say something that doesn't work, because I actually can't remember what it is. I've definitely heard the name before. Okay, interesting. But, you know, it. who knows? You can have many products that have the same no, name. I, I agree. Something, something like... Um, even just... I'm sure I've seen it on the internet before, like the idea... But something like um, Tinder, but where I swipe on movies that I would watch with someone or wouldn't watch, like, I don't want to watch this, I'd watch this, and find people with the same movie preferences. Are we just going to have to patent this idea? Can the, we get someone to code? It's I've definitely read that on Reddit somewhere. Oh, but it was an idea, but no one's actually gone through on it? Uh, I, I call dibs. I, I <laughs> now we spoke last week about ballerina, and would you believe it? The day after our podcast drops, they drop the trailer for John Wick. I'm so four. excited! Like, just oh my god! I I know the action's going to be perfect, but I have to say, more than anything else, I am looking forward to the cinematography of this. Like, the John Wick films continue to just outdo themselves in terms of how f***ing beautiful they are to watch. But yeah, the combat's going to be amazing. Even just a little hint of the fight scene. Like, I I genuinely cannot 
fucking contain myself. I'm so excited for this film. Like, if it turns out to be anything other than my favourite film of next year, I will genuinely be in shock. I would wholeheartedly agree. I think the trailer, it just caught me. Um, I really think that the entire team has just gotten better as they've gone on with what they're being ambitious about. And the, the thing with that is, they started in a f***ing good place and to be getting better. Oh, these films, cricket, these films, I can't even... I'm so excited. I'm genuinely so excited. And what I think is amazing is the ability for it to attract some really awesome talent. Um... Oh, I know. Did you see Donnie Yen in there? I... <laughs> like, how do you not lose your shit when that happens? We should totally have said spoiler warnings before we went on to this topic. I mean, it's a trailer. Yeah, it's a trailer. But I, I also know that some people, like, they won't even watch the trailer if they're really excited. So my apologies if you're one of them and, I don't know, skip two to five minutes ahead because we'll, we'll probably be on this for a little bit. But you take a look, like, you've had um, Hiroyuki Sanada also sign on. Oh, I I'm so... You know what? One of my first thoughts at Bullet Train, which, for the record, is currently my film of the year for 2022, and that window is closing. Yeah. I have to say, one of my thoughts when seeing him was I wish I got to see him fight Keanu Reeves because he was really good with the katana, but the final fight with... I can't remember the actor's name, but you, it was like... The, wait, 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 wait. Keanu's in Bullet Train? No, no, no. My final thought was I wish he oh. was, because the final fight that um, uh, Hiroyuki... Hiroyuki? Hiroyuki. Hiroyuki? Yeah. Uh, got in that. I sounded so it, pretentious it was, there. It was a letdown compared to the rest of what he's done in the film, and I, I just want to see that happen in magic. And then he's there with a... Katana against John Wick! <laughs> and I don't mean to speak bad of Bullet Train or either of those performances. It was fantastic. And again, it is currently my film of the year for 2022. Well, it was based on a manga, Bullet Train, wasn't it? It was. You'll have to go back and read that now. But I you am... You assume the dyslexic's going to read? Good point. No, I should stand... I, I correct myself <laughs> on that. But there was just something really fascinating about the fights. This short snippet of the fight oh, sequence man. that we saw with Donnie Yen. And I'm like, I have recognised those freaking moves. Now, if anyone is a martial arts film fan, go and watch uh, Killzone uh, Shapolang. It is an amazing fight sequence. Now, you've probably seen this between Donnie Yen and Wei Jin, where they're fighting in the alleyway. It's kind of at the peak of the film. Um, Wombat's basically just looking completely dumbfounded as I finally I'm managed to... I think I've managed to actually one-up Tim. I, I am searching a database because so far there is more than one possible fight coming to mind. So I'm waiting for more information. It's basically between Donnie and Wei Jing. Uh, Wei has just a knife. Donnie's got the police baton that flicks out. The I'm entire still sequence, down to about two fights. Ooh, okay. The entire sequence, because these two have like you know known each other for years, they basically just played a game of tag. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the one you're talking about, but there's potentially another one you're talking about. Yeah, well, I'm going to go and put that on. Hold tight, folks. I'm an idiot, Wujing, but... Um, I don't want this to sound like I'm, I'm bad-mouthing it because it is phenomenal and they did a fantastic job. Uh, but it's not entirely my style. Interesting. What do you mean? I don't like the mixture of the cinematography and that particular style of fighting together. Yep. Um, and again, 
absolutely respect both of them. They're fantastic. But personally, it's just not my, like, sit down and enjoy type of preference. Fair. Have you seen um, Tony Jao's Every Frame of Painting? Um, that's, that's a channel that no longer exists, it, right? Sadly, and I, I really wish he would bring it back. a number of them, yeah. He does a, a look at Jackie Chan, and I'll put the link in the description for anyone who wants to watch this, the Shapo Lung fight, um, but the way he discusses how Jackie edits and yeah, how his I've fight scenes are constructed. Yeah, I think I've seen one of Jackie's edits. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure it was in a class I did. Really? Yeah, the question is, was it one of the, like, specific fight classes I did on my degree? I honestly can't remember. Either way, mad respect for someone showing that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Although, <laughs> a lot of my degree, if I'm honest, was, here's a YouTuber's take on something, or here's behind the scenes from a movie. I think there was one semester where more than half the weeks for that class, it was um, behind the scenes from Spider-Man 3. Really? Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. Like, don't get me wrong, I love me some Raimi. But... Absolutely. And, like, to be to be clear, it was really good stuff. Like, they'd gone into it. I, I particularly remember the sound design class. Like, it was a really good behind-the-scenes on how it all happens. Very hmm. explanatory. But, yeah, we basically just watched all the behind-the-scenes for Spider-Man 3. <laughs> and you're like, I paid a lot of money for this. For something that I'd already watched on my own time. Yeah. Um, we also had some pretty rough news in the voice acting community this week. We did. I, I was heartbroken. Um, I think between, yeah, Kevin Conroy passing, it was just like, to have someone like that who had been basically an icon of a generation to have played the same character pretty much for 30 odd years, um, across so many different spectrums. Like, you can refer to The Simpsons and everything like that, and yes, that was a part of our childhood, and probably be pretty sucky when all those guys start to go. Shit, that's uh, been happening for a while now. Yeah, right. We're getting older, and so no, is we're everyone. we're 20. <laughs> we're getting older, and so is everyone we grew up with. But, um, yeah, just fuck cancer. That's all I wanted to say on that. Um, and I was... You know, I, I, I don't I, necessarily think you need to bleep that, because that is the name of an actual charity. Okay, we won't bleep that. <laughs> So, um, if, if you, if you, you know, did want to look into donating or anything like that, I do believe that Fuck Cancer is actually quite a strong charity in terms of looking to... Yeah. Wasn't until after my, my cousin died that I actually found out about that one, and I'm like, oh, great, that's good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Conroy passed at the age of 66. I didn't... I, when I saw the news that he'd passed, I was like, I didn't, I didn't think he was like... Yes, he's lived a good life and getting old, but I didn't think he was that old. But, yeah, no, cancer is... Um, Cancer is a cunt is not a charity, so you'll have to bleep that one, but it was really good alliteration. Can we start up a charity in that name? <laughs> I'm, down I'm not for sure that. you'd get away with that even in Australia. True. Let's try. We, we can, all we can do is try, and I think every Australian would be behind that. So, yeah. Um, we should probably move on to something a bit more, more fun, though. We are... We are the popcast, you know, for a bit of fun. Two guys with ADHD. We don't want to just get into the depressive spiral because that won't end well. <laughs> we'll we'll no. just keep egging each on a down and down and down. Egging it. English is my first and only language. Well, I was going to say, that kind of reminds me of uh, when you hear Stephen Fry talk about when he was doing the audiobooks for Harry Potter and he couldn't say the words pocketed it. <laughs> it was just constantly pocketed it. It was that continual run through. And then he asked J.K. Rowling if he could change it. Um, 
to something like Harry put it in his pocket. <laughs> and she's just gone, no. No. So that's what that was like. But I'm not going to rag on you for your ADD or dyslexia, whichever. <laughs> how many, how many fingers are we up to now? Eight, I think. That's a lot, man. Well done. Yeah, not giving all of them on air. No, God, no. We, we'd, be, we'd be out of show. I re- actually, oh, I did actually go through this the other day. It was more than one hand if you count everything. Ooh, I. Oh, I. That is pretty impressive. I suppose you've got your toes. <laughs> it's like my toes can't keep still. Oh, no. All right, I'll tell the doctor. We've, we've got a few more conditions because I've got toes to be labelling on. Right, given, given the sound of my joints, there'll be arthritis there soon enough. Oh, it's just air cracking, that's all. <laughs> Don't panic, you're fine. I'm like one of those people who's like, oh, COVID, that's not a virus. Excuse me? No, you... you off air. Off air. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need some clarification on that. No, we're not going down that route, mate. Damn straight. Now, have you had a chance to see Wakanda Forever yet? I have. I, I did not realise the runtime when I went in. Really? As a person who has watched Lord of the Rings extended cuts, oh, I have surprise. absolutely no complaints. Fair, but like, um, so I went for a session, um, but we we couldn't get into that session just for reasons. So I was like, well, that's fine. We'll just book the next one, and the next one started somewhat late, and like I had work in the morning, but I was like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, and then you know I'm getting home at like one in the morning, going, wow, that had a bit of length. <laughs> Um, have you seen it before I make any comments other than the length? And naturally, folks, there's a bit of a spoiler warning. In all honesty, I haven't. Um, Never mind. But no, 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 no. No, I, I want you to feel free. Because, look, I, I'm suffering from a bit of hearing fatigue. Whether or not I actively go and see it in cinemas or I wait no, to... No, that, that's fair. Um, Feel free. I'm not... Go- like, look, it's... Nothing can surprise me too much. I have heard that there is, like, the... Spoiler um, warnings. Spoiler warnings for all this. There is kind of the memoriam for Chadwick. It is, I think, very well handled. Okay. That situation. Uh, It is a very emotional film in terms of like, it's not like they pull on the Chadwick strings for the emotion, but I think they deal with it really well and that in itself is just emotional. Um, It's really beautiful. Like, okay. for a lot of the Marvel films, I do think... Like, I I have no issue with the green screen thing, to be clear. I do think they get very green screen, and as such, you don't necessarily get a lot of that cinematography that just takes your breath away. But there was a lot of shots in this that I just sat back and went, damn, that's just pretty, you know? I saw you I saw you going for the bleep button. You assumed I was going there. I was I'm, ready for it. I, I, I don't want you to be f***ing disappointed, so... Good man. Good um, man. But no, it, it was, yeah, it was really pretty to watch a lot of it. Um, it felt a bit like two movies in that um, in the first half, you did have like this this sort of non-Marvel story, which was just a really nice change in pace with elements of Marvel. It felt like a little bit of the Marvel TV shows. Um, not so like all of them. Some of them are a bit marvel And again, nothing wrong with that. I absolutely love that. Um, then the second half of the film, it's Marvel. It, it goes for You got Marvel. a big CGI fucking army and a big hero fight and everything turns out a-okay but oh no there's a post credit um (laughs) if anyone is going to watch it there is only the one post credit so i'll just let you know that uh don't don't worry i mean do worry about waiting for the credits and look for people who worked on it but you you know what i mean a lot of people go to leave the cinema and you you don't have to say they're just for a post credit it's it's not there i i enjoyed it 
Um, <laughs> to sum it up briefly. No, honestly, to sum it, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. They introduced some new characters which have been rumored for a while. There are some characters that were rumored for a while that never showed up. So, yep. you know, I mean, it's SSDD. it's it's already a given that Namor has um been dropped, so like is yeah, now out. And like, yeah, that long speculation was that he's actually a mutant, which we know what that ties into. No, 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 we we don't have the copyrights for that. Mm, we don't, you and I. <laughs> There's still my desperation. I know that if I just I, take I enough think... testosterone to grow <laughs> facial hair that's actually respectable and I get a deep enough voice, who knows? I might be in with a chance. Uh, I think if you take testosterone, your voice goes up, doesn't it? We'll be back for science. <laughs> science? You were right. <laughs> well, we don't need to linger on that one. Where the f*** were we? Oh, yeah, I think they're allowed to use the word mutant in 2028. Really? It, it's, it's some years off. It might be 2025. Who knows? Why is that? Uh, licensing agreement with Fox. Interesting. Is but no, they've already, no, they've already used it. They have, but not in show. Didn't they do it in... No, they didn't use mutant. They said it was a mutation exactly. in Ms. Marvel. They That's haven't right. used the word mutant. 2028. Oh, God. Look, I, I might be wrong on the number. I know that it was a thing that they can't use the mutants or the word until a particular time. Man, red tape is annoying. <laughs> well, Matt, do you listen to any other podcasts aside from us, which I know artificially drives up our numbers? And hey, folks, don't forget to like, subscribe, and listen to us on every single platform. Just just in terms of the the little um, thing that we sign, it's we're not boosting our own numbers. I listen to the recording before it goes live yeah. on the on the raw tape to make sure we haven't missed any bleeps. Um, Which is generally Wombat's on job Earth, anyway. Would I need to listen to anything else when I've got pop? You just said that we don't listen to it to artificially boost our numbers. I don't listen to it on anything that's going to boost the numbers. I'm just saying, why would you need another podcast when you've got this one? That's very true. Um, so there's a podcast that my other half and I listen to. Um, it's quite sporadic at the moment, but it's uh, My Dad Wrote a Porno. You have... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We are mentioning this on the next podcast with our next guest because they're a writer and I no doubts they've listened to it. Um... But yeah, My Dad Wrote a Porno is ending. It is one of the most hilarious and cringeworthy podcasts in existence. Um, by now, I'd hope that anyone and everyone knows about what this show is. Uh, Jamie Morton, who is a presenter on the BBC, uh, I think he's a radio presenter, his dad writes erotica. But not very good erotica. Oh, no. There is a whole wave of everything. And I mean, how do you write? Okay, never, I'm not asking. How that. do you write erotica? No, I was going to say, how do you write good erotica? But then I realized, no, it's not just writing the scripted porn. There's actual. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, those scripts. I know someone is probably very professional and gets paid a lot to write those things, but. Oh, my plumber is here like what how much writing skill does it actually are they really just not improvising they they do have writers for those things i need another tangent have you ever seen (laughs) pg porno seen what oh my god we'll be back in a sec folks oh what the fuck there is a whole bunch of those, my friend. I mean, look, it definitely got very James Gunn at the end.
Yeah. No, well, that's just one of them, but they're so hilariously absurd. Um, there's one where like it's Alan Tudyk, Fillion, and one other, and like they're doing a scene, and James Gunn is kind of offset as the director, <laughs> and like you've got Alan Tudyk's character, who's like an actor trying to get into the role, <laughs> trying, and they're trying to develop a backstory oh for him. God. It is, it is like sheer beauty, uh, and like peak early two thousands. And again, that's another thing I'm gonna have to add to the list. Um. Yeah, in short and on many tangents, my dad wrote a porno was coming to an end after this, seven is years. Is this episode just breaks and tangents? Uh, okay, we have a name. Great. I'm completely down for that. <laughs> and, oh, man. Oh, God, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still recovering after just how hilarious it was to re-watch that. Oh, I'm, I'm still recovering from having to watch that. <laughs> the things I do for this show. Absolutely. Wait, what things? You don't do anything anymore. You're too busy. What do you mean? I came in with, like, the Twitter thing. I've been sending you news through the week. I interrupted you the other week. (laughs) There's just no pleasing some people, folks. I know. I I put in work, and he's like, no, you've done nothing. We're going to have to get better at this again, (laughs) bud. We need more listeners. (laughs) In any case, folks, I'm Cricket. I'm Wombat. We'll see you next time. The following podcast is a co-production between Fawcett Fictions and Wombat Poo Productions. Our opening and closing theme is Road Trip by Joaquin Karad. Be sure to follow us on all aspects of social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at This Is A Popcast. Don't forget to also follow us on YouTube, where we'll be posting interviews with all our upcoming interviewees and any extra bonus content. Don't forget to follow us wherever you get us through Spotify, Apple Music, or even Google Podcasts. Give us a five-star review, tell your friends, and hey, we'll see you next time. No, we are not doing a f***ing PG porno.